I'm dying to get one of these beers open. I'm so scratchy. I might meet you. Fight, 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 fight. Oh. It's a scratchy show. Lemonade. <laughs> what was the dog called? Poochie. Oh, Poochie. Poochie. Poochie was not part of Itchy and Scratchy, though. Oh, was he not? Was he not a character on Itchy and Scratchy and then became his own oh, thing? Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Where's Poochie? <laughs> and then, and then when they wrote him out, it was the like really crappy animation, <laughs> yeah, like South Park style. So yeah, early movement. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Poochie might be my favorite. He's, it's such a good moment in that. Like it's also like from the heyday of The Simpsons. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the good. Wow. Song. Like the Santos <laughs> L helper. That's always right. a good one. <laughs> Oh dear. tanked up the podcast all about video games craft beer a little bit of the simpsons some other things thrown in there as well i'm ben i'm sat with a slightly bemused adult i'm i'm thrown off because you said craft <laughs> uh, yes. after i joked about haha i said craft in my failed attempt at starting the show when we weren't ready to start the show and then you referred to other things we talked about before we started the show and, uh, <laughs> and i was like craft has slipped back in uh, we're also joined by lucy hey where's well, poochie <laughs> <laughs> awesome hello 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 are you well lucy i am i'm very well been watching rugby all day it's good nice drinking some beers so yeah it's always good so good how are you dude i'm good i spent the day jumping around Thanks to National Rail being a travesty for of what it once was. <laughs> Yay, capitalism! Um, uh, I've been on uh, buses and a couple trains instead of just a train. Coming back from Oxford, where I was at a fantastic wedding, where I uh, drank a lot of Peroni last night. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, welcome back to the craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's a, for the you know open bar... Mm. Um, while the dance floor is up, here's the beer you can have. Coop it way worse. So oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So it was excellent. Danced all night. Good. Well, danced till two or whatever. Mm, before they kicked us out of Oxford Town Hall. Also, a bunch of people doing uh, of various ages, but mostly like late twenties, mid to late twenties hipsters, and and then a couple of sets of parents um, dancing to YMCA oh. in the middle of an, of you have to man. Um, Oxford Town Hall like ballroom thing yeah. you know old school paintings you know old old building with like all, all kinds of period features on the ceiling and whatnot mm-hmm. was very interesting with the DJ lights going over them like there's too little matching going on um, <laughs> also I, I remember the Macarena oh everyone does yeah. I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you quiz me and I heard the music all I right. remember the Macarena all right. Oh, dun, 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 dun. All right. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see you do the steps, do, 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 though. Do, do, do. That's what I mean. I, I need the music. 
This is You've done none. This is audio only. Audio only. Open face, open face, close, close, cross, cross, head, head. Out the front, out the front, back, back, then you do the bum swirl. You see, your your rendition wasn't pure enough, and that's why I couldn't do it. That's what it was, obviously, obviously. So, beer, let's talk about beer. I'm dying for beer, but Lucy <laughs> is, is doing all the moves for the Macarena. Good. Apart from the bum swell, we didn't see that, but you're sat. So, yeah. uh, this week, beer, beer. We are drinking um, from, uh, all of us are drinking from our Beer 52 box, which was themed around elements, which essentially, uh, Beer 52 got together with uh, Anders, who are from Belgium. And brewed uh, six pairs of beers. Yeah, uh, two pairs in which the hops were changed, two pairs in which the malts were changed, and two pairs in which the yeast was changed. Uh, essentially, what they tried to do is in each of these pairs, all of the ingredients stayed the same except either the yeast, hops, or the malts. So uh, the three of us are each going to drink uh, a different beer one taking hops, one taking malts, one taking yeast. Uh, well, a different pair, right? Yes. The episode, mm. so. Yes. So, uh, you know, you'll get to hear our tasting notes on how one element changing yeah. this makes a different flavour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about, you know, baby video games and gumph and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Also, we will be talking you through the steps of the Charleston <laughs> and the Foxtrot. <laughs> a little. Yeah, only it's, a deal. It's really a shame that, that nobody else knows that. Oh, no, fine. No. I don't know how to do the Charleston. And I struggled to name another dance, hence the... Salsa. That wasn't a pregnant pause, that was a... What's the name Waltz. of another dance? The tango. Oh, the tango. Oh, yeah. the Let's open these beers and open these beers. Uh, okay. Who's going first? Um, Adol, you've got a beer to hand. What are you drinking? Which pairing are you drinking? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going malt. Um, and so I have two beers, and I'm going to start with... The Hunky Dory Oatmeal Glory. It's an oatmeal chocolate coffee stout at six percent, and it's this. And the other, the other beer I have is the Chubby Fingers, which is a double chocolate coffee stout. They're both six percent, um, and the flavor text on the Oatmeal Glory says the same recipe as Chubby Fingers, but here we have swapped out half of the chocolate malts for flaked oats, giving the beer a much creamier mouthfeel. Having said that, yeah, good. Sorry. I just want to make sure the flavor text wasn't like saying, oh, you should have this one first. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think any of them have, uh, have yeah. said that, you know. I don't think any of them have very sp- have specified which order you should drink yeah. them. A couple of them have given uh, a little bit of flavor text, and then on the, the opposite pairings flavor text has said, we have changed this from right. this beer. So it's almost as if that beer maybe was the base beer, and then they changed. Well, so for this one, yeah. But some of them just kind of... Yeah, for this one, they literally are saying that they've swapped out the chocolate malts for flaked oats, mm, mm, um, and in the other one, it's just the chocolate malts. Yes, yes. Um, so I thought I would try the halfway and then the double. Nice, nice. Good, good idea, good idea. Uh, Lucy, mm. which pairing are you drinking? Which one are you going to drink first? I have chosen the hops in the difference, and mm. there is a... They're both single hop IPAs. Um, one is actually... Hopped with Equinox, 
um, hops, and the other mm-hmm. is mosaic. Yep. So they're both 5.6%. Um, and yeah, both IPA, so I'm going to be pouring those out so you see what the difference is. Nice. Which one are you going to start with? Uh, Equinot. I'm going to start with That's that. That's what I would have said. Yeah, interestingly, I've, I've drunk both of these pairings, and mm. both of your choices were the... First one the, you the, did. The first ones I did as well. So we've 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 synced quite well on that. Um, I am drinking the uh, the pairing zig and zag, uh, with the yeast being changed. Uh, they're both Belgian blondes. Uh, the difference is that zig has a Belgian Abbey yeast, and zag has a T fifty eight yeast. Uh, I'm going to start with zig. Only because you zig and then you zag. Well, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and from my childhood, the old Channel Four puppets on the uh, on the Big Breakfast was zig and zag. Oh, no. Zig first. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yes. Um, yeah, for me, it's just it's, it's, the term is zigzag, and you yeah, yeah, that's zag, true. Zig. Uh, I don't know of these. A zag zig. Yeah, I don't know of this Channel Four puppetry that you speak of. You will. We'll find it later. Oh, you will we? Will. Yeah. We, we may. We you, may. you will find out about the BBC <laughs> puppetry and the ITV puppetry. Hmm. Even so, later, uh, but Channel 5 puppetry. Oh, God, I don't imagine Channel 5 got any puppetry. Bear Jeremy in the Kyle, big maybe. blue house, don't diss. <laughs> For all you um, 90s kids out there. So, flavour text on Zig. Thanks to a simple change of yeast you'll notice that Zig has fruity, clovey notes, which make it a far different beer to its cousin, Zag. Yes. <laughs> Good. We'll okay. find out. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, uh, we will. How's the, uh, how's the stout? Um, I mean, it's it's a very creamy... I kind of didn't do the best job of a pour, but we still have a head that's sort of half a finger thick and um, clings to the glass, even just with its mild mm. switch. It's, you know... Pure black, um, creamy. Actually, it's, it's a little wetter than I would have thought. Okay. I thought the creaminess that they described might make it, um, like by wetter I mean actually like it's watery, or viscous. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it might be more viscous. Get that chocolate and that coffee quite, quite strongly. Mm. So I'm super curious what doubling down on that might feel like. Um, The coffee is more. Um, I'm actually surprised at how non sort of burnt toffee, burnt, like sort of the, the more burnt parts of coffee mm-hmm. that yeah. generally come in beer it tends to be that sort of burnt toffee. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, that's why where we get some of that feeling of, of coffeeness, just because, I mean, these are roasted beans, etc. And I'm not getting a lot of that. I'm getting sort of. When I've smelt some fancy coffees, some of the same almost fruit fruit notes you can get off of a, a good cup of coffee mm. the smell of but I'm not really getting a strong coffee taste out of it mm. and then I'm, I'm still getting a good sort of dark rich chocolatiness but I'm sort of surprised how little coffee I'm initially tasting okay yeah yeah I I, I think I'd agree with that it's, it's um from from memory um it's it, it was a little sort of um sort of sweet it was almost as if it was sort of uh, a milk stout. There was kind of that that sort of like lactose sweetness there as well, mm. and I'm not sure whether that's the the oat kicking right. through, like giving you that sort of flavour, because it's not a milk stout, is it? It's, no, it's just a stout. So, 
I, and it's definitely not as sweet as a milk stout, but I hear yes. what you're saying. Like, as soon as you said a sweetness, my, mm. my sort of tongue perked up with just even what was remained in my mouth at the time. And yeah, there, it is quite sweet, and I wonder if that's just the 6% pu- pushing through. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Mm. How's yours, Lucy? Um, I've maybe cheated a bit, because I opened both of mine. Oh! I've been tasting both of mine. Um, I'm breaking from the mould a bit, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a beer connoisseur by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I've I'll had both. Of, I've had both of the, uh, the, the uh, what Adil's had in the Benazad. Um, mm. I had them both in tandem because I wanted to see what the difference is. Some, yeah, I have very differing opinions on what Ben has drank and on what Adil has drank, and I'll let those be known later. But in terms of mine, <laughs> um, hops, I, I'm. Because one one of my beers it's brewed with mosaic hops. The other is Equinot. I, I decided to open the Equinot hops one first, and I wanted to see really because because hops it, it changed the bitterness, it changed the flavour. I mean, especially mm-hmm. if it's dry hopped as well, it changes the flavour very much. But hops really, if you're only doing it in the first stage of fermentation, it only really changes the bitterness a lot. But um, the Equinot, it's compared to the Mosaic, it's a bit sweeter. It's a bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's a bit, it's a bit less fruity, a bit less floral. Yeah. But in terms of the Mosaic, it's more, it's a bit lighter. It's a bit more balanced. It's a bit, the bitterness blends with the sweetness a bit better. Whereas the Equinot, I think the sweetness and the maltiness it actually takes a bit more over. But I'd expect that from Adil's drink because his is um, switching up the malts, but I find that quite distinct in terms of the hops. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know if it's the hops or if it's just me, but um, it tends a lot. It, it feels a lot sweeter and a, a lot more unbalanced with the Equinox mm. hops. But I don't know if that's me personally because I like mosaic hops. I like the the floralness, the you know the uh, fruitiness. The lightness of the mosaic hops, the subtleness of the mosaic hops. But I don't know if that's me, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit hard to tell. It, ta- it tastes more malty, it tastes more sweet in the Equinot um, hot beer. I don't know if yeah, that's just me. It's... I think I found with the mosaic, hmm. you were definitely getting that change in uh, sort of that fruity flavour. The, yeah. you know, the mosaic, the, 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 the overriding flavour coming through, there was definitely that grapefruit. I was just like grapefruit. Um, with a little bit of that sort of that sort of tart sweetness almost. Um, and I think that kind of pushed almost everything out. So it's interesting for you to say you think that that's a little bit more balanced mm. uh, than the Equinot. Um, I think I, I preferred the, the bitterness mm. on the Equinot. Mm. Um, it it maybe dried out a little bit quicker than the than the mosaic one. Um, but it, it, it's 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 one of those that you know, of course, different ingredients change the flavours. Yeah. But I was surprised more by the other beers I drank and the difference in flavour between the pairings than perhaps I kind of expected it from a change in hops. I guess I'm just, mm. you know, you're conditioned. You walk into a beer shop, you see a beer, it tells you on the front what hops yeah, normally I mean, are in the beer. That's kind of like the star of the show, isn't it, for a lot of beers. 
So you you kind of expect that big that difference, big difference yeah. between between hopped beers. Yeah. Um, and we can we can we can talk about all of the pairings and everything a little bit later. Uh, but but the two that you drank, uh, I think I actually preferred the the Equinot. Yeah, yeah. No, mm. it's as I've um, gone on record a lot of this, you know, through all of the podcasts. I think since I started here, I love mosaic hops. And yeah. I don't know if yeah. that's just a personal preference or not, but um, I won't spoil what's to come from my opinions. But a deal, <laughs> I I found a difference in yours, and whilst then I didn't find any difference in yours. Okay. But oh, I I I should I just say yeah. it now? Should I just give yeah, my opinion? Yeah. Of it? Yeah. Do it. Do a it. A deal. I found your beers. Um, that difference uh, differentiated in malts, the uh, chubby fingers and the hunky dory, mm-hmm. uh, milk glory. I found those overly sweet. Um, I didn't think it balanced because with stouts you can have something that's all too sweet, or you can have something that has an acridity that has just yeah. coffee bitterness that's just way too much. And I like I prefer stuff in, in between. Um, sweetness I'd expect from like a milk stout or something like that or a white mm. stout I thought the both of your beers were just overly sweet and well, um, I, I, I mean mm. I, I think that gels with this this fact that I'm not detecting the cop or what I what I take to be the coffee side mm. of when I have stout supporters is, and I think that's you put the nail on the head like it's missing that accredity mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, I don't, yeah, it, yeah definitely like, so it's it it if you if this label didn't say coffee on it, I don't think I would have. I might not even notice the little bits that do remind me of coffee, because again, it's it's to me it's like if you've ever had the um, uh, privilege of, or privilege occasion, yeah, um, whatever. If you've ever been near a coffee plant and had the actual coffee fruit in mm. your hand, not just roasted beans. If you ever had that experience they're quite fruity flavored yeah and there's a little bit like cherry and i feel feel like there's some of that in here and Mm -hmm. i think when you get a really well roasted um bean poured you get those those fruity notes and all kinds of stuff out of a lot of places and it comes very much from what you know where the coffee was grown and blah 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 but that's the only coffee note i find which is sort of not what i would consider a coffee Uh, stout. i I find um in the aftertaste I'd, i'd get a bit of that coffee that bit of chocolate that bit of bitterness but in the main taste it was just all sweet it's like i could taste the sugar on my palate it's like i'm not a person who likes very overly sweet things i prefer things a bit except ben apart from ben he's just overly sweet he's too (laughs) sweet too sweet for it's been said before But, Sorry, I threw you off. <laughs> no, that, that that was a good, um, you know, uh, interruption because he's very sweet. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just too sweet for me, and I found a lot of the coffiness and bitterness and whatever you want to call it. It it, it happened after the taste, but it's like, mm. well, it, it, after the taste, it's it's okay, and I do like you know after tasting beers, I do like bitterness, but most of the. Um, what was front forward in that beer was just sweetness, and both yeah. of them. Um, I put I put them both on untapped because uh, I wanted to check in and just wanted to see, you know, see what, mm-hmm. compare it what to you two thought as well because you mm. um, drank those beers prior to me. But um, I just thought the 
uh, what was it? The Hunky Dory, which had the oatmeal in it, the o- the oats in it, which, yeah. which you know, along with flat toast, it makes it a bit thicker, a bit more creamier. I thought that was even more sickening. Uh, I shouldn't say in that way because I thought they were average. They're well made beers, a good beer yeah. in terms yeah. of average bar, but it just made it a bit more viscous and a bit more heavy and a bit more hard to swallow. And I don't like stouts that are too light, but I think when they go, because it doesn't help that I had a stout earlier in the morning. I say morning, afternoon, not <laughs> Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Oh, I was like, oh, so you got a breakfast stout, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Stout. Well, oatmeal. But, but that mm. was, um, it was the Holy Cowbell uh, India stout from Beaver Town. Oh, Beaver Town. Yeah, yeah. that's a good and beer. That, and that was, it was, it was lighter. It was 5.6%, mm. I think. So, 0.4% lighter and that was a bit lighter, a bit more smooth a bit more mm. a bit more palatable than the very sweet very viscous um, hunky dory I think that might have been a bit of a negative towards it but I just think it was very sweet as well and that's why I didn't like it so. it's fair, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Ben mm. how is your controlled zig <laughs> my controlled zig uh, so this is the one with the Belgian Abbey yeast in uh, it is I don't think I said the percentage it's 5.2% uh, as is Zag um, it's a Belgian bond that's it is. about it I, I'm it is. getting a little bit of spice well, uh, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's got that, that sweetness to it almost that sort of like wheatiness almost yeah I was going to say ha- um, <coughs> But it's those, yeah. It, it's it's definitely that sort of like that clove spice that's really pushing through, um, and there's a little bit of fruitiness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Difficult to pick out exactly what that fruitiness mm. is because as soon as that fruitiness kind of comes through and that that sort of that light sweetness kicks in, the spice kind of takes over. So it it doesn't linger that that sort of that fruitiness doesn't linger too long before something else sort of. Barges it out of the way almost, uh, but it's 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 a nice Belgian blonde. It's very easy oh, to drink. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> as you can see, yeah. it's yeah. it's going I down mean, very yeah, quickly. Because I, was say, I, ju- I just want to say, um, I had the zig and the zag, and they mm. went very quickly. Yeah, I chugged them both. I'm not going to even lie. I couldn't tell what the difference was because I drank them so very quickly. Um, mm. I'm just looking at what I put on Untapped. I think what what I remember and what um, beer fifty two because that's where we got all these beers from. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very estery. I thought it was very um, mm. Mm. tiny bit spicy, a bit musty. But that's what you expect from like Belgian yeast, and I just yeah. love it. The Belgians know what they're doing, so yeah. I just chug them both, so I can't tell you the difference. It's it's, it's a it's a great beer. It's a really yeah. good beer. At, I think slightly uh, fruity, as you said. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, you know, only having drunk this one of the pairing, yeah. um, I think out of all of the the beers, because all of them are, are brewed by Anders yeah. and Beer Fifty Two, um, I think from all of the ones I had, and I had a twelve, um, ca- uh, sorry, twelve case, a ten case, so I had five of the pairings. Um, the only ones I didn't have were the other malt pairing. This so far is the best of its style mm. I think mm. so um, so this is this is a good Belgian beer. blonde it's yeah. a good Belgian it's beer fantastic yeah. I think the rest of them were okay 
that they, 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 they were, you know, they were, they were all right, and they were, they were well, very, sort of very say. standard sort of beers. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a this is a good beer. Yeah. So hopefully Zag is you know it, as Lucy's saying she couldn't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. I'm about to have another great beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Both fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because of the aforementioned travel and wedding, I didn't get a chance, and the fact that my beer fifty two box only came this this week. Yes. I didn't get a chance to taste the other ones, so I won't be able to chip in on my opinions on what you guys have had. Um, but. I am now super looking forward to both having some of the the Zig and the Zag, and also seeing. Um, I'm really curious, and I might even try and remember to say this next episode. Mm. My my opinion on the um, the hops. Yes, that Lucy's had yeah. given that. Yeah. Given that Lucy saw a balance where you where you Ben saw a um, an overpowering. Mm. Mm. I'm curious where where I will sit, and I guess it's it's just down to personal well, preference, down yeah, to definitely. taste. Are you definitely. fuck you? Taste is objective. It's not <laughs> subjective. We all know this. I'm sick and tired of you people saying that other people who don't who like things that I don't have have the right to have that. How dare they? No, Battlefront. Oh wow! Straight, straight fucking in. Um, so given that both. Um, having said that, we, we talked about the Hunky Dory Morning Glory, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, of something, like Glory. That, something like that. Um, is viscous and cre- and sort of harder to drink. Uh, I've mm. actually been, I think, probably because I was just thirsty. I'm almost done, so I think we'll yeah. just roll to our second beer. Yeah, definitely. And that way we can yeah. have this full conversation. Mm, mm, I agree. It's a good idea. Um, I'll crack this then whilst I have the bottle opener in hand. Uh, so the, the other beer I am drinking is the Zag, uh, a Belgian blonde again. The yeast, the only difference in this beer from the Zig is uh, a T58 yeast, chosen for its estuary, peppery and spicy flavour. This Belgian yeast is the star of the show, making Zag a totally different experience to Zig, unless you're Lucy. Yeah, I was going to say, that label is calling Lucy a liar. Uh, And I'm drinking the Chubby Fingers Double Chocolate Coffee Stout. The same recipe as Hunky Dory, but here we've doubled down on the chocolate malts, creating this incredibly chocolatey coffee stout. Yeah, and I'm drinking both of these because I cheated. Yeah. <laughs> but, Man, that's fine. I'm not very good at tasting beer or hops or anything in general. I just like to chug everything. Chug, 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 chug. No, I've read the picture of my last mm. one. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to yeah. cheat. I'm going well, to say, tapped. I'm going to take a picture of the same <laughs> beer next to the different. I was literally. Yeah. I was just saying. I was literally. <laughs> Yeah, but as uh, Ben said, it's uh, the Zag is meant to be estery, peppery, spicy. Um, whereas the Zig, if anyone forgets, is more fruit, clove, mm. fruit notes. Mm. Well, I was see, is that it, it is it definitely. I, I guess it's the clove that's that's pushing through on the um, on the Zig that's that's kind of giving me that mm. that sort of spicy finish. So yeah. Looking at Any the no- uh, magazine, Beer 52, where we're drinking these from, it's meant to be more floral, slightly more floral, but everything else is just meant to be pretty on par. So, so. And yet it's a complete, uh, completely different drink according to the label. Some yeah, lying. Yeah. Some, something yeah, in print yeah. is lying to us. Um, what do you think? It's it, The, the flavour's a little bit more subtle. Mm. Um, it's not as much of a punch... I wonder if that is the clove that's really. Well, I mean, he did mention the yeah, clove that's, that's, pretty that's, that's quickly. Hitting through on the um, on the zig. This zag is. 
Ooh. That's good. That's very, very <laughs> subtle, very balanced. Mmm. I'm going to have to drink more of this. Like in general, or, or, yeah. or to give to, a... To give a better yeah. impression, chug I think. Chug, ah, chug, 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 that's what chug, I did. Chug, 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 chug them both. So, and, yes, a deal. Um, <laughs> so the... the what the fuck is it called? The chubby, chubby, chubby fingers, fingers looks the same. Fingers, yeah. yeah, it looks the same. Mm. Although, you know, it's I can see how it, it is slightly less... Um, the head, at least, is, is yeah. a little um, more watery. If yeah, you're just definitely. The glass. The only um, difference I found was that the head was a bit more bubbly on the hungry dory. Yeah. yeah, I did a similar kind of fast pour. Uh, it's, it, parts of the, the head still clings to the glass, but um, if I hold it in a sort of tip position... It, the head itself starts to drag down in a way mm. that was much more clingy on the oatmeal version. Sure. Yeah, for sure. It's also almost gone. Um, yeah, there's barely uh, any head left. Yeah, yeah, compared to like how much stuck around. A bit, a bit yeah. darker, a bit darker and a bit more clingy. The head yeah. on the hunky dory. That's why. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. same color, um, same. The yeah. the nose is much more chocolatey. I, I, I definitely notice a difference in the nose. I, w- I wonder whether it's uh, you know your experience, Lucy, having them almost um, in tandem, rather than as as I drank it as you are, having one after the other. Mm. Whether you get to say the end of that beer, yeah, and you'll be getting a lot more from the flavour than you would do if you're having a little sip of well, each as you were sort of as you were. Going. I think I think if you're trying to if you're trying to find the difference. Mm. Um, nuance. You might it might be better to to do one after the other, but at the same time, what's similar will blend your yes. experience together. Yeah. So I think For it's sure. I think it's a um, yeah. damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. yeah. What I did was um, try and have them both um, the start of the flavor, like start of the beer, mm. pretty much um, you know close to each other. Had a drink of water, drank one, yeah. drank the other. See what was yeah. the difference was, and then just stick on one beer for yeah, a while, okay. and then on and the then other. But yeah, uh, this this is this is such a strange thing that as we're doing this elements project. It's just I know different beers have different qualities and different hops and different malts and different yeasts, but I don't know if it's just me or all of us, but doesn't seem that we're much experts on this thing, but it's just like <laughs> a lot of them taste the same to me, you know? Even the hops, even the hops, and it's like one of my favourite hops seems like exactly the same. No. <laughs> I'm just crap. I don't know. Um, I, 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 should, I will never work for camera, basically. Uh, <laughs> that, that's fine. I think you are selling yourself short. I think you yeah. consistently give fairly detailed, nuanced tasting notes Thank and you. smelling notes. You do. You so do. every Thank time you. you say you're not a beer connoisseur, I struggle not to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because maybe I should let you finish your sentence. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the, the, it does taste more chocolatey as well. Yeah, I thought that. I thought you, you do get um, more of a chocolate hit. Um, again, um, and with that, actually with the lack of the oatmeal, I'm also feeling a lot more of the fruitiness. Mm. Okay. Like I said, like that, like that deep cherry, or if you think of like a dark chocolate, a cherry dipped in dark chocolate. There's that. If that first bite is mostly dark chocolate, and you get the slight hint of fruit, I feel like that's there in the background yeah. of this beer. Yeah, yeah I, I almost felt like the, the the first beer that you had, the oatmeal stout, yeah. was almost like a milk chocolate, 
and this was more like a dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, that's I think that was like, the only difference I could like describe. Yeah, I think, and it, but I think um, that's a good way of putting it because I also think that sweetness that was the the um, adding that oatmeal seems to have made the sweetness much more aggressive. In, mm. in the yeah, first one. that's what it, that's it, what it, I thought as well. Yeah, yeah. So I I prefer this one. We'll just put that on the table. I okay. think it's the the. Be- I mean, the sweetness I described is that maybe the alcohol uh, alcohol punching through, mm-hmm. which is usually that sickly sweet. Yes. Um, and it clearly isn't just the alcohol because this is the exact same percent, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. find it there. So I think whatever that the oatmeal is doing in place of the extra chocolate malts is it is making that apparent in a bad way. While I'm getting a lot more, I think it might actually just be the fruitiness that's also coming out with and the extra chocolateiness. I think it's just probably just helping mask because fruit and chocolate are both sweet, so the sweetness, the extra, the sweetness probably makes more sense than yeah. You know, yeah, if I'm getting more of these sweet, uh, these sweet adjacent flavor um, flavors, then I'm not going to be as perturbed by sweetness. I think before we before we move uh, on to games as such, um, I, you know, Lucy and I can both sort of um, talk about this a bit more than you can. She yeah. had any of the other pairings, but. I think the one I found the biggest difference in was the other yeast pairing, and I do not remember the names of them. Oh, I think Lucy, I, you can you I can bring it, it up because you've got Belgian, the magazine. Belgian Abbey yeast was it? Oh, uh, I don't remember. I think one of them was called something. Is it California Dreaming or? Oh, the other yeast one. The other, no. yeah. Sorry, the I think other one yeast was pairing. Belgian and one was U.S. yeast. Yeah, so it's the U.S. one because Ben's just had the Belgian Abbey and the. Uh, Terminator 58. Yes, the T-58. Every, I'm, I'm sorry, those movies just... T-something means... It, it's <laughs> it's some, a Terminator. Yeah. We know the T-800 was, was Arnold, so T-58 <laughs> is probably like a Roomba with a yeah. spike on it. <laughs> Dean Martin. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I didn't... That's really a shame because I didn't... I, got, I only have the 8 bottle yes. description and... The one that I d- didn't get was the one you just said is the biggest. Mm. That's a shame. Oh, wait, did you say it was the other? Yeah. So yeah, the so, yeast that, one. so yeah. that one, the other yeast one, is the one that I felt the, the biggest difference between the two beers. That's super interesting. I mean, mm. I pay very little attention to yeast because I don't really know enough about it. Um, so I, yeah, I got one of each. Mm-hmm. So I got the zigzag on the yeast. I got, and then I got both of the hops. Yep. So I got just these on the malts. And then both of the hops. Sure. That was my packet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. but you, you'd be able to tell us next time, perhaps, which you felt one? was the biggest yeah. difference. Uh, Lucy, how about you? Which 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 one so far from the ones you've drunk uh, do you feel has been the, the, the biggest difference? Uh, I'd imagine the, the ones... Don't imagine. Tell us the truth. Had. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. You had, um, okay. Because you could obviously... With the oats, you can tell that it's thicker, it's more viscous, it's a mm-hmm. um, bit thicker, more heavy body than the um, the one that didn't use the oats. Um, even though that I've only had six of them, but um, I, the ones that I've had, Ben's had and Adil's had, but I think those are my least favourite just because it was a bit too sweet, but I don't think yeah. that was a result of the oats that went it, into it, because mm. oats typically use for thickness and creaminess. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, the others. Well, as I said, I chugged yours, Ben, because it was so hmm. nice. Uh, Belgian yeast, you're not really going to get anything better. That mustiness, that esteriness. Yeah, great. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would have thought, because you like, you know, assigned the hops to me, because you thought I knew 
more about hops than I thought I did, but it's like <laughs> it, 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 there wasn't much difference. I think the I honestly think the the maltiness in those beers kind of you know skewed my judgment of those because I can't really yeah. tell the difference because they just taste so malty. <laughs> they taste a bit sweeter. Well, they don't definitely. Have bitterness to me so mm. I, I mean I think definitely um, I could tell a taste difference quite easily with this but also a texture difference yeah, yeah. that's the thing the texture it's not um, even it's not even the the, the flavor because I thought they're yeah. both overly sweet to me yeah but um, definitely the texture because I thought one's more palatable than the other in a, mm. a sort of bad way just because yeah. it had more viscosity and more oats in it but, yeah yeah so I mean, I'm just it just sort of struck me that maybe it's the fact that like I can tell, I've had similar beers before. Um, I mean, I haven't had the uh, hops ones, but I've had one. I've had similar beers before that um, don't um, that that I can tell the difference between the hops, but most of the rest is the same. Mm. Not not like literally the same. That's the whole point of the Elements Project. But like here, there are two factors basically. It's not just not just taste that's different. There was also this texture thing that might be. Um, might might be what malts do more of. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think that that the oats are definitely a, a big factor in that. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of other beers where where oats have have, have been one of the ingredients. Yeah. Besides and oatmeal, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the top of my head, I can't think of anything um, that I've then sat there and really noticed uh, a change in viscosity mm. as such um, you know I think it's tough that detecting that change without having the control yeah but yeah. Um, do you remember our gluten free beers yes do you remember their um, viscosity I d- god do I what beers did we have uh, there was the Vagabond from Brewdog. Yeah. There was the Phantasma from Magic Rock. Yeah, and then, and then there was the McKellar. The McKellar, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I just, no, I, I I just don't know, know. That, given that it's the... the s- sorry, Lucy, you mm. cut out a little. Oh, sorry. Oh, you just fault? cut out. I, no, no, Skype oh. just warbled, and so I didn't actually hear the words you said. Sorry, I said just all good beers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, those those were surprisingly good given that they weren't sort of traditionally traditional grains. And I was just curious, given that it's the grain that was changed. I don't really remember noticing anything specific. No, I don't either. I don't. Um, yeah. It was so long ago now. We've had so many other beers. Well, also, yeah, we weren't specifically <laughs> looking out for them. That's true. And as you say, it's difficult to notice to note it without having uh, something to directly compare it to which is why this, these pairings are, are super cool and why we've done all our beers all at the top of the episode mm, so mm. we could you know drink through and then compare without having to change the conversation yeah very much very much let's shift that conversation yeah. although I do have another beer but I won't drink it Oh well, you have to wait until later oh. to talk about that beer then. No, and bring another I, I, beer. I, I just brought one for spares. No need to talk about it. <laughs> just to just to have another beer. Yeah. Um, is it a, is it a beer you've had before? Uh, no, it's part of the the same elements project. Oh, which one did you pick? <laughs> it was the Eldorado Murky. 
Is oh, that the other the other uh, hop? Yeah. Where's its Where's its friend? Uh, in the fridge. <laughs> You're not gonna try them both and no. see if you can tell the difference. No, I was just like, hey, no beer. <laughs> Why Lucy, not? Lucy. It's Saturday evening. Lucy, the other the other one's better. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'll chug this one. Not to cloud your judgment or yeah. anything. It's <laughs> um. Exciting news, Ben. Mm. I hear that Black Friday oh. has brought you a specific black box that you have been pining after since some asshole stole your previous one. Yes. Well, I've not been I've not been pining after the uh, the shape of this box because I I have got a new model PlayStation Four, not the old, mm. not the sleek, not the square. D- d- sorry model. to derail, but. The original version was so much better. It was. It was. I completely agree. I was just saying, I, I think I have that one. Yeah. I the newer model. Because I bought it almost a year ago. Mm. The, mm. the thing The thing is, is that um, when the new model was announced, yeah. it, was with the, it was with the PS Pro? Uh, it was with the PS Pro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which was kind of lukewarm. Oh, just wait, thinking, maybe I don't have that model. I don't. I hate because that looks different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, uh, because observations. Also, I realized that I bought mine, then I got the PSVR, and the PSVR was announced at the, before the Pro, mm. which is when which the Slim was co-announced with. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I definitely I, had it well before this was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. I was just so saying, I'm saying um, I have a cool I was just one. Saying, and you have a crap Because um, it was around the Xbox One S uh, announcement as well, just after yeah. E3 yeah. or something like that. I was like, the Xbox One S, uh, it, it's not a huge VCR, it doesn't have a power brick, it doesn't turn on when your cat walks by, it's, it, it's just a better model altogether. Yeah. Whereas P- the PS4 new model, I don't even know what to call it. Slim. It didn't, they it's, didn't actually it, call some this time. Yeah, it's, it's just oh, like the no, first they just model was the so skew. perfect. The first model was so perfect when they announced it, when they revealed it, when it came to consumers' hands. It's such a perfect console. Why mm. change it? It's just uh, ugly. It was well, yes, but it was so sleek. Yeah. That 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 yeah. matte, that that, di- that change in in matte and gloss. Yeah, you have the, the two different sort of uh, finishes against each other. This, mm. I. I it looks more it, like a set top box. It feels cheap. Yeah, it, it does ridiculous. feel cheap. I don't it looks get, like I a don't cable get. box. Fair enough. Mm. The, the 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 interior and the components might be cheaper because as technology goes on, yeah. you know, components and cheaper than manufacturers. I, cheaper. I mean, yeah, but you can easily continue making the same plastic shell. Yeah, exactly. The plastic shell is not what. Yeah, what where you get yeah, big savings. Yeah. I I don't exactly. get. And I, I one of the other things I don't get is. Why they split the USB ports? I don't even know. Front and back? No, no, no. Um, so you can see if it, out of, uh, oh, is that two and then one? You, you've got no. You've got one USB port which is right next to the disc slot, and yeah. then the other USB port is almost the on the corner. Oh, see, I thought it was two. So and there's, one, there's, there's a, just no, one. it's just it's just one and one. There's about two, three inches between the that's two. True. I mean, it, it, I just also. Yeah. You know, uh, you know I, I, mean, I guess I'm, they've had some different economies going on inside the machine and how they've been able to work I don't know, because, because on the Xbox One S, there's one on the front which is convenient and one on the back. But anyway, 
Ben got a new Ben got a new PlayStation. Um, but but also, um, it is weird that they didn't put one on the back. Given, yeah. I mean, this was an after the PSVR was announced, and the PSVR needs a USB slot, and so everyone with a PSVR has this ugly cable that comes from the front and wraps around mm. because it's just ill conceived. P- it's ill conceived. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Sony, Sony make great hardware, but. <sighs> Well, no, yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can't say great hardware while saying, but it's poorly designed because yeah, 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 that's yeah, not the, great the, hardware. The original, the original like, model, like the original model. Well, what they made cameras, they made VCRs, made everything yeah. great, and it's like this is just a why, just why. It, but as I say, they've got a new stain, to stain yeah. on their reputation. Said, However, yeah. yes, um, now I am overjoyed. Mm. Um, so, uh, it, what size is it? Uh, it's it's five hundred gigabyte. Yeah, it's the same as yeah, uh, the same as what I had. Um, it was two hundred pounds bundle, and I got the machine. I got FIFA eighteen, um, and it was a FIFA. 18. Oh my shit! It was a FIFA. FIFA's 18. legal to drink. Hey. hey, it's not true. It's been around for longer than eighteen years. Well, well done, Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> so it was the FIFA eighteen bundle. So FIFA eighteen came with the right. console. Uh, but additionally, I got GT Sport, uh, and I got a game which is a PlayLink game called Knowledge is Power, mm. which is a, which is essentially a quiz party game. Oh, fun! Uh, which is the one I'm actually looking forward to more than the other two. And I don't, I don't give a fuck about FIFA. I might trade it in. Uh, I know that trade, GT trade it in now. I know that GT Sport mm. doesn't have single player, but that is coming. So Does it I might not? no, no. There's no uh, well, no it doesn't have single player. There's no sort of campaign. But you can uh, still run against bots, right? Yes, it's, yeah. 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 Single-player racing. But they're bringing in a campaign in maybe two weeks, something like that. There's definitely something coming before Christmas which brings that in. Uh, so I might hold on to GT Sport, but I'm going to get rid of FIFA. I really want to play Nier Automata mm. as the sort of the next game. I still want to play Uncharted Lost Legacy. I was going to say, but... For fuck's sake, there's so many games I missed. Everybody's no, no, Golf. No, 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 I wanted everybody's Golf as well. PS exclusive, PS exclusive games. You didn't miss anything. Games you could have played on your. Uh, no, because he did. Very much. No, Uncharted, no, Uncharted. GT Sport. No one's yeah. gonna play that. Uncharted, Knack Two, and. <laughs> yeah. So the game that they stole Nothing at the same else. time as stealing your PS Four is the thing you've missed out on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. Now, I'll, I'll accept uh, that. I will just not accept that you've missed out on so many games. I think, I mean, like Ben doesn't... Yeah, at, least, at least there were exclusives for the PlayStation. There's no exclusives for the PlayStation. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think also... Same effect, because I'm not being a fangirl or boy or whatever. whatever. <laughs> but but no even, exclusives. I mean, let's be fair, even um, if we ignore exclusives, though... No, I'd uh, be Ben's PC is, 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 at, uh, is be... in the middling hardware... Yeah. Um, place versus yeah. so um pc games aren't going to look as good as consoles in general on my pc on yeah, your pc yeah. Yeah. um and you haven't bought the new release titles that have come out on consoles because you knew you were going to replace it with a console so a lot of games have come out no, yeah yeah um, don't, don't get me wrong i'd be a oh i'm getting you wrong shell of a human if i ever lost my xbox or playstation so don't get me wrong I'm just saying exclusives. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I'm just saying, I think what Ben is saying is that he's missed out on a ton of games that he in general. Yeah. That I would have played on one, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you would have uh, on So I, 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 have, I have played a game. <gasps> um, not not to, uh, you know, 
trivialise the fact that you got robbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a crap thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real shit, actually. Yeah. It is, completely. And I, I, I'm glad you've got a place there. I'm glad that you're at mostly a, a, a now steady state that's similar to... Also... I can't remember what I should say. You've played a game. I played a game, I played a game. So, the first thing I did once I uh, hooked up the PlayStation 4... System updates. I did more. No, I did system updates. <laughs> I, I, I put a couple of discs in that I had, like Battlefield 1, and updated them, and, and a few things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, remember that game? I do remember that game. The Are you ever going to play it again? Maybe. The first thing I actually did was watch Netflix. I was about to say, it was clearly Netflix. <laughs> I watched a very good documentary oh, really? about Jim Carrey on his portrayal of... Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Oh, fantastic documentary. I fucking love that. What's an it hour again? and a half joy. I think it's just called Jim on Andy. Really good. However, again, and Lucy, you'll enjoy this. Ooh. I played the demo, and it was maybe the first hour of Wolfenstein 2. The New Colossus? Yes. God damn, I want to play that game now. Yes, buy it now. Um, I, sorry, it's, buy it. It's buy 20 it. quid on uh, Amazon Please. on Black Friday. I bought I bought it nice. on the train today. I'm like, I'm, I'm annoyed at life. Maybe I'm I'll borrow it. it. Maybe I'll borrow it. That's a good idea. No, just buy everyone buy it, buy it. <laughs> I bought but Prey that... today. Oh, you did uh, for fifteen quid on uh, nice. Black Friday sale. I didn't even think twice because I thought I love the first. I love what they're doing. So just buy it, please. Yeah, I might uh, do. I might do. Uh, um, but that fucking Wolfenstein Two introducing or or getting BJ through his where he's been absolutely smashed to pieces yeah. and they're sort of rebuilding him and healing him and stuff and the flashbacks he's having Jesus Christ they fucking lay it on thick don't they they do not hold back on the kind of character his father was in terms of being able to give him spoilers. a little bit more backstory oh fuck spoilers it's the first yeah, hour yeah. I was going to say play fucking I'm, la- I'm laughing too. because that's not even scratching the surface. No, man, and I know, I know, it. from all the things I've read, from the things that you've said, I, I instantly thought, well, but, but it, it sets the tone straight off the bat, and that tone is fucking brutal, and it really hits you instantly. Yeah. And and it it, it, it also, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how long it allowed me to play for. Rather than it being a timed playthrough, it, it gets you to a certain point right. in the story. Which I would rather on demos. It, mm. if the, it, it, um, well, if it's a, a well-thought-out demo, then at least I can say, here's a narrative chunk yeah. that has yeah. some uh, sort appar- of story. Apparently that's what Starfront Battle... What's it called? Battlefront? Star Wars Battlefront? Battlefront, yeah. yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2, yeah. Return of the Loot Crate. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> loot Crate Strikes Back? No, no, this is the first Loot Crate one, so it'd be a new Loot Crate. A new Loot Crate. There we go, sorry. Apparently that's the Loot Crate Menace! It's totally the prequel. Sorry. Apparently you were saying a thing? Yeah, yeah. Rise of the Loot Crate. Star, that also Star works. <laughs> Rise of the new Loot Crate, Battlefront 2. Did well. They they left you at a point where it's like, oh, what's going to happen now? And I, I don't know where the um, demo left you off, Ben. Um, but I can assure you, wherever it left off after playing the game, that's literally only the beginning. So. Um, well, I, I, I suppose I'll give you a bit of a hint so you mm, can sort of recall yeah. where you were. Uh, the first level is on a submarine, and yeah. uh, you're still on the submarine, and there is an axe involved in the scene that is uh, being played out in front of you, mm. and it stops. Uh, just as the the sort of the axe is um, 
coming down, I suppose. Oh, really? Just, just before, just before someone gets no, a, no, ripped no, a no, new no, axe hole? Possibly, possibly. So uh, it, it does leave you on that kind of, like that cliffhanger. And they don't, they do very well at the end, and it stops. And it instantly comes up and says, "By the fuck out of this game!" But that's a, that's a story. Yeah, so yeah, okay. that's precisely why uh, I like non-time demos because mm. there's that thing, and I I know that it's also marketing, etc. But I like narratives in games, and like non-time demos tend to have a good narrative arc. And, and Bethesda are doing it quite well because um, I've downloaded, I think, the whole game. So the whole game, or at least fifty yeah. gigabytes of the game, is you on program, my machine. Yeah, and you program, and it, and it will, probably carry as soon as I yeah exactly as soon as I buy it, I'll start off from that point. Mm. I won't have to replay. See, it I, I don't like the idea that they've w- wasted all your bandwidth and you waiting for the fifty gigs in order to play. Well, two gigs I, of I it. suppose the thing is, I've now got a. Well, it, it's one of those where once you've downloaded oh, yeah, a yeah. certain portion, you can play it, so the rest can download in the background. I still think yeah. it's weird that it takes up all that space. Well. It's six a and a half dozen the other. To yeah. be fair, a lot of demos do that now. If you're also yeah. most games, fifty gigs isn't actually that big play, for they, a game. They, they yeah. download it all. A lot of yeah. games do that now. I yeah, don't know why do. that is. I don't know what technology is. They're lazy. It's easier to just have. Take all of this. I have one set yeah. of files. You need all of this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What's I, the worst I, that can I, happen? I they have to buy a new PS4. It's not a vertical slice that's tailored to. You know that will do different things depending on what you do. Right. I guess it's just really just the start of the game. That's all I imagine it is. So, mm. yeah, um, yeah, completely. And, and Bethesda did that with Dishonored Two as well. And Prey. Oh, yeah. I have not touched that. I've heard good things. Yeah, so. and, and and Prey was that as well, wasn't it? So it's it, it it's something that sort of is creeping in a little bit more. And I I, I wrote an article months and months ago now uh, about sort of like the state of demos and things and how yeah. suddenly this year. They seem to have come back in vogue, uh, you know. Before it was multiplayer stress tests and betas well, and stuff, and they, they won't go away now because they are part of kind of like the gaming scene. Well, I think really, but, but a big thing seems is to be jumping back in. I mean, despite what EA says, um, I think it's because we've had um, a good crop of single player games. Mm. The mm. big games of a couple of, the last couple of years have been like your Battlefield ones. Um, and and your, for a better or worse, Blops three, and Destiny seventeen or whatever it's at two. I know whatever. Um, <laughs> Make the point. Yeah, uh, and those are. I mean, of course, the demo for that's going to be a multiplayer stress test because yes. that's what, what they need to find. And also, there's single player content's not uh, like as Destiny's important. maybe in the middle, but isn't as important. It's about doing things with people, and that's what. That's the core gameplay, so that's what they need to What's test the with people. What pushing. But also, like they might, these <coughs> games might have single player campaigns, but that's not why people buy them. Mm. So why would I bother designing a demo while Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus is a single player game? Yeah. yeah. So in, in it opinion, needs a demo. Demo. Because I'm sure from the publisher developer side, I'm sure they've seen more conversion rates from having a demo. Rather than nope. not having a demo. Nope, sure. nope, nope, nope. You are you are making a very really? classic assumption, which is games are good. <laughs> Obviously not, because I've played a lot of right. No, but but, but in order to have a lot of indie games, I played a, bad, a lot of bad. Games. But but like, <laughs> if you're talking about demo, if every game had a demo, yeah. 
I'm, I'm talking Consu- about like so I'm a vertical slice. If every game had a vertical slice, vertical slice is very different from a demo. The demos that we've been playing, like Prey or Wolfenstein, they're the very start of the game, and they know their mm. game's good. Vertical yeah. slice, they can put whatever the crap they want in there. Right. So, 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 so a vertical slice is almost what you see maybe as playable at, at E3, something E3, like that. Yeah. They, they yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. So could play that, it's like, yeah, that looks good. But it's like. Right. Regardless, I just think a lot of games could. You know if you're going to buy a game or not, and to convert people, I think a lot of what you've seen is games having demos further down the line, not not at launch, but three months down the line. It's like oh, yeah. people who are like, oh, I don't know, yes or no. Yeah, I've heard a lot of you know talk about this. Let me try and play it, and it's like it's good. Yeah, yeah. So 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 what I what I, all I wanted to highlight was, um, in order for a demo to result in a good conversion rate it has yeah. to be a good experience mm. oh, yeah. and so bad experience games the demo will have bad conversion rates or right yeah. because be, yeah, because definitely. you're proving this is shit yeah. Yeah, um, but, but I, if, I, I think, think we need I to go back to the I honestly the, think that the risk is worth it though it's just well, so, like, if someone <laughs> imaginarily uh, thinks this crap game is good I don't know it's more well, people having that opinion. It's like, oh, so many people downvoted this game or something like that. They yeah. al- already have this opinion in their head that it's bad, but if someone plays the demo, regardless yeah. of how good it is, if they actually get that hands-on experience, I think yeah. you'd have more converters so, that way, but I don't know. I don't know the stats. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if the norm was every game has a demo... Mm. That makes sense, and also then when people don't have a demo, you're like, oh, it's because you're a shit game, or you're trying to hide yeah. something. And we used to have that norm, even in the days yeah. where it was in hard Xbox because Live Arcade or well, Xbox or even fucking PC Gamer magazine with its goddamn CD-ROMs. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah, people fought to be able to put a demo in the hands of customers for precisely this conversion phenomena because people get attached to games all the time that have like you know crappy acting or narrative or gameplay like you know or like like hard controls or whatever because there's a bunch of things that make a game good to a person and you can forgive a lot and and in order to start forgiving you have to find something to attach to and i think that's why demos are so great because oh yeah it's kind of a kludgy game and it's really hard to do blah 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 but there's something about this that I like and I'm going to tell people about it mm. or I'm just going to yeah. buy it. Yeah, but and I, and I mean, that's a personal thing, but in order to find out whether this kind of mediocre to shitty game might have that moment for you, you have to have it in front of you. I mean, I mean that could also be sign of the times. I mean, like we all played demos on PS2, PS1. It's yeah. like, nope. This is never the greatest thing ever cuz social media wasn't around. It was like People yeah, weren't we allowed to say, it. you know, you couldn't Fucking find it. Fucking This is terrible. Why are you playing this game? It's well, like, I, I've got a demo. It's yeah, Mar, I, I think <laughs> the, the, the point I was going to sort of round us up on, and yeah. it's, it, it, it is a different conversation than maybe one we'll revisit, is that YouTube exists now. Exactly. What's a YouTube? YouTube, so, social media, everything. You know, yeah. So someone gets a game in their hands two weeks before it's going to yeah. be released, and you can now just watch somebody else play a very but it's specific not the part. same. No, it's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. And that's another conversation for yeah. another time. And we will move on. But 
Yeah, I hear what you're saying. That you get a you get a way bigger window into how a game is because of Let's Plays, YouTube, mm. yeah. the general streaming internet as yes, it is, yes. um, with your Twitches and your whatnots and your Pokemons, <laughs> Twitches, yes, all of those things. Uh, Lucy, yes, how you doing? What have you got for us this week? I'm, I'm pleasant. I'm swell. Um, <laughs> I finished Wolfenstein as we've alluded to before, so I went. Spend too much time talking on. Sure. I've 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 played a lot of indie games because I don't want to complete any big games. Clearly, because I don't care about game of the year spoilers and talks. Apparently, so I've been playing (laughs) a lot of smaller games. Um, I will talk about a game that Adil might be interested in. Actually, oh, it's called Far From Noise, and you, Ben. And you better okay. single you know. Um it's called Far From Noise. Oh, uh, yeah. What's Steam what what type of game is it? It's it's just a narrative it's an indie game, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but like um, it's a narrative um purely the what you can imagine from a narrative game, i.e. you're only selecting text bubbles, you're not interacting in any single way or Have you been playing a dating sim? No, because I'm not a fan of those, to be honest. No. Although but, I did, it... I did actually. I did. <laughs> oh, I did. well, let's let's I sidebar to that quickly. I played How to Fall Boyfriend 2, because no, it was free I on did. Xbox Live. Was it? No, that's I not think, free wasn't on, it? That's not it was just the first one. No, the first one was free on PS Plus. Oh, was that what it was? Oh, yeah. was it? <laughs> I bought yeah, it yeah I was like, two months ago? Really? A month ago? Yeah. I was like, this is going to be so hilarious, because it's pigeons. And it yeah. wasn't when I started yeah. on Vita ten years yeah. ago, and I was like, "This is not the game I wanted to play." So what? So so, so this is a text-based game, or yeah, just a te- text choices yeah, based? Far based from game. noise. It's a text-based game. It's you don't even interact with the scenery, with um, any characters or anything. It's it's purely there's one speech bubble, there's another speech bubble. You you pick which one you want. Um, so. So it's a linear branching path, essentially. Uh, I think there's multiple endings, but um, yeah, I don't think the illu- I think the illusion of choice is in this as well. It's like mm. you know, you can only choose so much, but it's probably going to end in the same way, right? Um, but I can't really speak to that because I've only played it once and I only know one ending. But um, it, it's a very pleasant game. I, I first played it at EGX twenty years ago. 20? Twenty years ago, when I was a wee lass, <laughs> five years old. Oh uh, fuck! Seven years old. Uh, I sorry. Yeah. I just forget that like twenty years ago is a different beast for you because you're <laughs> still young. Well, young in body, not in spirit or mind or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> Try being old in all of them. <laughs> I'm but, not um, old. I think I played in. I'm sure it was last year. Um, yeah. It was in 2016 uh, at EGX. I was transfixed on the um, sort of narrative and the where it was going to go. Um, but it's basically a narrative indie game. You're just choosing text bubbles, what you want. It's very, as you say, pro- probably linear story. Um, it starts as the whole the whole game play, plays throughout one particular scene. There's no you know, transition into different scenes or anything like that. You are in a car that is teetering over a cliff. Um, 
So it's basically, you know, it's going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Are you going to topple over the cliff or are you not? And it's basically a very f philosophical game about life and experiences and life and death. And um, hmm. the, the the game is written um, by someone. It's it's completely made by George Bachelor. It doesn't. It's not a very intensive game. It's not, it's not to right. the assets or anything like that. So it's written by one person, made by one person, um, called George Bachelor. I think he's um, a Brit, and he works for BT. Know, what they call <laughs> not BT. Uh, Virgin. It's, it's state, state of Play Games. Which, oh, okay. Um, yeah. you, I'm sure uh, Adil, we talk about Cami and Cami Two, the yeah. Yeah. Uh, paper folding games and everything like yeah. that. Lumino City and Loom. Um, from that dev, I think he worked on this in his spare time. Very cool. But, it's, but it, he's 24. Um, from what I know, and it's like it's it's very because we're obviously older than 24. It's it's very mature way of writing. It's very mature outlook on life, the way he writes things, things about life and death, where things are going when you're in your you know, early 20s, which I presume is the protagonist in this game. She, she, It's a woman from what I um, remember um, and she's the one you know, in this car and she doesn't know how that she got there, how she's hanging on this cliff. It just starts there, you're teetering on this cliff, how oh, you got so, there so, is unknown and, mm, and oh, how... Very cool. Yeah, and, and, and it... For me, I'll say the um, y you can fill in certain things. It's sort of like a telltale game, somewhat. It's like you can fill in how she got there, what kind of background she has, and uh, why she, what she's doing there, where she's going to go from this point, if she ever gets from this point, because she is teetering on the edge of the cliff. And there's a few philosophical questions and everything like that. And um, I'd love to give this game to you, Adil. I think I've got a I got this game for free. I must preface this. Well, you got a review I, I would, code? I would, yeah, I got a review code. Um, I would preface this conversation about that retroactively, but um, I'd love to give it to you, Adil, because I'd love to see what you think. Because for um, sure, it's like there's some f philosophical things in it, and it's like there's some things about life and death. But for me, it doesn't go um, deep enough. Yeah. And and you don't really have much agency on the character and her backstory. There's little glimpses of it. I've only finished it twice. I think there's, I think there's. Oh, so you have you've done multiple playthroughs now. Oh, sorry, sorry. I've only finished it once. I think there's okay. more more than one playthrough, or at least on your playthrough, there's different um, branching. Larger scale. Yeah, it's not choices. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not very ex expansive, but. I think there's at least more than one playthrough. Um, but yeah, I'd love to give it to you, Adil. I'll, I'll send you over a, a Steam key. See what you think. Uh, yeah. It only takes about an hour, two hours. I was just going to ask how max. long it is. Yeah, it's an hour, two hours max. But it's very, it's very calming. It's a very calming game. I mean, when you're thinking of a game that could, that's literally about someone on the verge of death, possibly. Right. Like it's, it's very, it's very calming and. Basically, you um, befriend somebody, a animal, a deer, who's <laughs> basically acts as the angel of death, who's talking. Oh, to interesting! You. So it's not just in a monologue as you're teeter on the edge of the cliff. It's you you speaking to 
another being, another entity, and who so happens is, to be a right. deer. Yeah, so you're back and forth with this person. This deer speaks in very enigmatic, um, confusing as well. Sort of, you know. Uh, is, it, is it a deer or is it Yoda? It's a Yoda deer. Yeah. It's Yoda with um, Yo deer. Yo, <laughs> Yo, it's a Yo deer with antlers and a very um, enigmatic and confusing and strange way of perceiving life. But it, I'd like, as I say, I'd yeah. love to see what you. Would I, think I'm definitely down, especially um, if it's only an hour or two. Because yeah, yeah, it's a very short game. It's very, it's very calming. It's got it's got a lovely art style. It's very muted terms of aut- autumnal colours. It's very um you know red and orange and very muted colours and you see autumnal. the sun goes down. Yeah. I was autumnal, say sunset, yeah, but yeah, yeah because works. you literally see the sunset as okay. you teeter on the edge of this cliff and it's very calm and it's very nice and so, you know, small what? things happen as you it's just it's just a very calming, soothing awesome. contemplative game and I'd love to see what you think well, and I'd love yeah, to see what you think. For sure. Um, also, I uh, I haven't been playing a lot of games because I'm still trying to get this blob of being in grad school and not having any structure. Um, gaming has overtaken my life in the past couple of years in a way that hasn't been super healthy, and so I've been hesitant to crack into things that are super long experiences. Mm. So you telling me that there's this game that it takes an hour or two to play through... That's like watching a movie. I can schedule that in and not worry yeah. about... like. So I was actually hesitant about buying Wolfenstein because I was like, you know, it's a real full game and if I, I could just burn a day or two just playing yeah. a game yeah. and I don't... I, I kind of need to have the limited structure that I've managed to cling to and anything that's a threat to that I'm perceiving as a large threat to that. Yeah. But I can definitely schedule in a couple hours and if that's an entire experience... I know I won't be tempted to turn around on it, you know, yeah. and play it again or whatever. So. Yeah, and I, I, throughout the whole, the whole playthrough that I had, I was just thinking, this would be good for a deal. <laughs> awesome. So I was like, yeah, I'll send it over. Is that because you think I'm teetering on the edge of a no. cliff? <laughs> pa- partially. As, yeah, as we refer to my mental health, yeah, I'm great. But also because it's a very philosophical game. I don't know what you ate. Study and professional, kind of philosophy, yeah. would think, as opposed to my feeble brain. You gotta feeble stop drug. Pu- well, not drug. Drug. Addled brain would think. Yeah, you gotta stop putting yourself down there. <laughs> you do. You do <laughs> gotta stop putting yourself down. But also, alcohol is a drug. Um, True. A hell of a drug. <laughs> 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 um, so you've, you've moving on from what was it? What was it again? It's called Far From Noise. It's from uh, George Batchelor, uh, single dev. Uh, it's on iOS, oh, iPad, Steam, and and Probably it's on PS4 as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Simultaneous nice. release on um, PS4. Well, I, I, I started off my sentence with moving on, but it's 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 just a build on sort of uh, on the point of of game length. I think we're seeing a lot of games come out now which. Don't have, have a much don't have a traditional sort of game length that they have a much short length. You know, something like What Remains of Edith Finch. Yes, yeah. was like three or four hours long, something mm. like that. Yeah. You're getting a lot of, of of games which come out, and you know, we had games like Stanley Parable 
which you can run through the first run in 10 minutes and then have multiple <laughs> yeah, runs. Yeah, but, but then you're missing a goddamn point. Yeah, but, yes, but there's, 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 there's ways uh, you know, that, that certain games play which which do give you a much shorter experience. And a lot of people complain that, oh, you know, Call of Duty or, or something else is only six hours long or something so, like so this. So that's but actually... If you can, if, well, if you can have a, a contained... Well written story, yeah. Mm. Well, it should you know, be more Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a different beast because, yes, it's a triple A AAA made game and it, it comes out at a higher retail price, uh, you know, at the, the at that spectrum. But you've got a lot of different modes for that. Who cares? Yeah, you've got zombies, it's six hours long. It's, it's, it's so, it, it, you know, and something like Uncharted Lost Legacy is what maybe 10 hours, eight hours long. <laughs> that, is, that is so oh, yeah. long for a single player. You know, yeah. Single release. Yeah. So, so I think good. this is why but, but we're you've seeing. Got, you've got something like Uncharted Four, mm. yeah. which was a single player game. That's all it is, really. Yes, there's multiplayer, but people I, are I buying it. That there was and that was overly long, by the way. No, but exactly. So Uncharted Four, the criticism yeah. was, it was too long, almost. Oh yeah. So I hadn't heard that. before. People are kind of really clamoring well, for I think, I think these shorter experiences. It's because of people like us, which are lifelong gamers who have lives um, <laughs> and families, and you can't do... Um, you can't... I haven't touched The Witcher 3, and I bought it well over a year ago. Yeah. You know, I bought it mm. when it was close to full price, because yeah. everyone was raving about it, and yeah. I, I know I just cannot put the time in. I mean, forget the fact that I could just not play other games and just play systematically and mm-hmm. it'll leave my game for like four months and that would be okay. Um, but it it is kind of intimidating because I know it, it is such a big game and and that's a that's a set number of hours and I don't want to start it until I th- feel like I'm ready. Yep. I recognize that there's you know it, it, some logical failings there. Um, speaking of my professionalism and how I should be able to do, make that reasoning fine. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it's... Like I said, it, it's just so much easier. Sometimes it's it's really nice to have an experience, kind of like a movie. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, sometimes you just want to spend a couple, few hours um, on a thing and then move on. And um, I think the fact that um, Hellblade was specifically made as a medium, like a AAA game, quality, quality game at the medium runtime mm. is a very good, and, and it was so successful, mm. is a really good signal that, oh yeah, there are people who don't want the 70 million hour game. The fact that, so Titanfall got lambasted because it didn't have any single player, and now we're seeing, because people weren't used to that, and they were like, oh, I don't understand, even though it's a multiplayer game. Yeah. Um, but now we're seeing that Battlefront 2 came out with um, a five, six hour, four to six hour single player campaign. Which yeah. is ideal. Yeah, but but and and but and, it's crap. So yeah. yeah, well, but but like, we're now at a point where no one's really complaining, especially because they're saying we will have another narrative chapter, free DLC in a couple months. But that um, doesn't make it good, and everything I've heard from yeah, yeah, right, right. But I'm just good. saying. But but it was yeah. super interesting to see people not complain that like yeah, there's a single player campaign. It's a short chunk, and now like the difference between. The reporting on that, I mean, I think a lot of that was eclipsed by the loot boxes, but still, um, the reporting on that was, not a lot of people were saying, that's really fucking short compared to all the people who were up in arms on, on like, zero for Titanfall. Mm. 
Like mm-hmm. we, I think we finally hit a shift moment where it's like single player campaigns on multiplayer games. Everyone still wants one because I think it's some. I think a lot of people find comfort in being able to just play the game with and, and learn the ropes of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can do that in five hours. And so I don't think anyone gives a shit that it's a five-hour story. Not, not, not to be biased or big-headed in any way, but you should just listen to me. It's like hmm. when a single-player game is good, just listen to me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, everyone it doesn't matter how many hours it is. If it's good, it's good. I agree. I, I think. Will know I think if it's good because I'm. I think it's the, the same thing. If you think about good movies, you can think about Star Wars is two hours and five minutes. That's cr- yeah. No, it's not crap. Like Star Wars: Star A New Hope. <laughs> Star Wars: A New Hope is two hours and five minutes. Um, most of the DC EU is crap. closer to three hours, mm. and it's crap. Uh, yeah, The Devil's Advocate is two hours and twenty eight minutes. Don't ask me why I know that. Just trust me that I do. Jeez, what's um. I don't. I'm, I'm not an autistic person with fucking length. You must know this. I can look it up and we Terminator can cut it in. Terminator Two is two hours and thirteen minutes. Um, but like, <laughs> I was going to say something. Die uh, it's, hard. It's, it, 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 I think the same thing happens with films and with games, and it depends on on things like pacing, right, so on on characters, on on exactly oh, yeah. what's going on. Something like there will be blood. Mm. Felt, you don't felt really, really long. Yeah. But it was maybe only two and a little bit hours, maybe two and yeah. a half at a time. It's the way, so, it's the way they edited it and everything. But oh yeah, I mean, you've the, eloquently the, said, yeah. no, no yeah. country for old men. Yeah, actually, yeah, feels uh, for me felt quite short. Yeah, and it it's not. actually it's yeah. not. No. Um, so, Edited. so the thing I was going to get at is the Devil's Advocate's two hours and twenty eight minutes and feels like an eternity, and Star Wars does not feel like it's over two hours. No, but it also. Doesn't, doesn't. What I think is super crucial um, is <laughs> some <laughs> shitty. I'm joking, I like stuff. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I was ignoring it. You've already <laughs> admitted to it. Um, but like most schlocky, stupid, crappy, but still fun to watch, good bad movies are at like the ninety minute mark. Yeah, because like you can like you can put up with a lot of stupid Did when you, you know it's going to be short. Scream, mate. scream, scream must only be about an hour and a half. Scream's are you, are not schlocky. Oh, scream, the first scream is one. Of it the changed horror, horror films. It, it really did actually change the genre in some serious ways, and not just because Jamie Kennedy was pointing it out at the time. Um, yeah, 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 ignoring him, but Ben, you're but, wrong. Yeah, Scream is one um, of the best but but I think I think there's a point that the point I was trying to make is that like when you hit that sweet spot of of like not be not overstaying your welcome and like keeping things quick, even if even if you're failing on all the other things but pace, mm-hmm. people will still enjoy your shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think totally now that we're finding to see finding um, gaming come to some shorter experiences, I think we're going to see a lot more. Fun experiences, even if they suck on certain levels, because they don't overstay their welcome. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Unlike loot boxes, but, but loot boxes don't necessarily overstay their welcome. There is no welcome, <laughs> oh. unless you're a child and you don't understand gambling. That's well, it's Jesus not gambling. Christ. It is. It's not Jesus though. Christ. What? It's money for things at, it, at odds not. that you don't understand. No, it's. Uh, oh, we found a topic where we're going to disagree. Yeah. It's taken how many episodes? 
Um, a lot. Almost a hundred. Belgium is investigating loot boxes because they think they might have to go under gambling laws. Because precisely, it is paying for good at a certain set of odds that you don't understand, uh, don't that aren't published, such that you have to spend money in order to hope you get a thing at, based on probabilities that you don't understand. So surely, if so, then it wouldn't be gambling if they published the odds. No, because you all, all. I mean, no. The pro, I mean, there's two problems there. One, they don't necessarily have to publish the odds unless it's Overwatch in China had to. I don't. Um, there's because, Vegas. But there's but Vegas. no, but. Um, yeah, the it? odds are known. Um, so in North America, if you buy a lottery ticket, it has to tell, or even a contest, it one has to tell you the odds. One billion to one, you're more likely to get hit by an asteroid, yeah? Right, yeah, but they have yeah. to tell you the odds yeah. for legal reasons okay. because it's gambling. Mm-hmm. So one of the problems is by not being classified as gambling, they don't have to disclose the odds. And I think that's even shittier to the consumer because then you don't know whether, you know that there's a rare the thing you want is rare in this class of loot box but rare doesn't tell you that the odds are a thousand to one a hundred to one or a million to one and that greatly changes how many boxes you have to buy to reliably get the box the the item you want and that's if you understand probabilities which a lot of consumers child or adult don't but specifically these are being marketed as things available to children and there's a reason why children aren't allowed to gamble because what, they what, what, what aren't rating cognitive. does Star Wars Battlefront have? What do you mean is by rating? As in gamer rating is Oh well, I think M? it's 13 It's got to be, yeah, it's got to be T think, for 10 I think it's surely. T for teen or Peggy 13 well, they, because, because yeah so, so then, then, then you definitely have the problem I fully agree that loot boxes and adult games Skirt the child issue, unless it's bad parenting. Uh, and then you have an issue of the average adult isn't that much better at probabilities than a child. But the point is, children are known to be not fully cognitively developed, and so that's why they are protected yeah, from gambling. So, Call of Duty World War Two, which I imagine must be an 18... It has loot boxes. It has a has, has loot boxes in it. It has loot boxes in it. Open loot boxes. Yes. So there wasn't as much outcry about this there as there was with, well, with, the, no. with it being in Star Wars. So for Star Wars, I don't think it was the fact that it was avail a T game. I think it was more the fact that the loot boxes were the star cards it's have progression. Yeah, the star cards are. Um, gameplay. Yeah, our gameplay affecting. It's not like so. Overwatch hasn't had a lot of hassle except for that one lawsuit in China because the odds weren't disclosed. Mm. So, like that, take that's one area of the debate. And China actually took them to court and said, "You have to tell us what the odds are because this is legitimately you're pay, you have to if you're paying for a thing at odds, people need to know what the odds are. Otherwise, you are hoodwinking them. Mm-hmm. According to China's lottery laws, or right." That's a different thing. With um, Overwatch, though, no one's had a problem because it's cosmetic goods. Mm-hmm. With PUBG, there was some outcry because that people, but mostly it was because people found out that the loot boxes that they, the bo- boxes they were getting that have all the um, gear they were getting for free while it was an alpha. But they were then while, when they started selling things for a specific tournament, it was also when the publisher explicitly said. When this game is no is gold, when this game is fully released, no box you will get no um, box without paying for it. Yeah, and so people were were mad because they felt like a bait and switch. Mm-hmm. With Star Wars, it's totally different because the star cards affect 
how how fast you heal, how fast you shoot, um, how much you jump, whether you can do other ac- acrobatic moves, how good you are with the hero, and in virtue of because of the way their currency system is 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 made, even if you don't get the really cool star cards right away and you get a bunch of shit boxes, you can sort of disintegrate them into and, a currency which yeah, allows yeah. you to buy more rare cards. So just by in virtue of spending money, you will definitely have access to the rarest cards, which means you will be able to kill people. So uh, this this is, this has come up a lot. A lot of people are speaking about this. Yeah. And a lot of people are decrying the game and the system and stuff. But I've been trying to look at people that are coming from the other side of this. And, it, and you you linked an article yeah. uh, which gave kind of like a, a little bit of a different take. Um, uh, not too much, but but sort of the good game beneath the loot box. Yes, yeah. Which talks about the game as opposed to the loot yeah. box, and, and I was I was excited for this game before I'm before still, it came out. Still, and uh, you you go on YouTube and you've got people, uh, a couple of YouTubers who have played it and who who have kind of played through the game enough that are, are kind of looking at this and going, well, actually, yes, I've got a, I have got that rare star card which lets me heal 10% faster than anyone else. But actually, if I come up against a player who is much better well, skilled than I, I'm irrelevant of my star cards, I'm, they're still going right, to but test the, me. But the problem is, it's what much better means. But yes, that's true. If you come against someone maybe on par with you, and they how heal, much of a difference, yeah. yeah, how much of a difference does that make? But I think the biggest problem with this was the heroes. It wasn't kind of like those well, so little, this is those why little it was star super, cards, isn't yeah, it? So I've been concentrating on the star cards because I think that's the, that's the pay-to-win part. But you're right, the press has been about, was originally about, and this is why they actually like did the first oh, thing. I want to be Darth Vader. And you are saying it'll. you need to have 40,000 points to like when it first came out to unlock Darth Vader. And people did the, the, the math, given that they were getting 200 odd um, credits you could either you could either you, you would have to grind for, for 40 for, hours from 40 or pay hours. like 1500 pounds or something like that wasn't I it? think it's less than that it was like 2100 dollars something like that I thought for all of the heroes oh that was all of them yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay okay the point was that you would have to grind for at least 35 hours conservatively to get Luke or Vader who were the highest priced guys and it's like well so but also if you did that those heroes Surprise, surprise, are also the ones who do the most damage and are the best heroes in a given level because they're the hardest to get. So now it's like, oh, I'm, so, so that was an angle of pay to win where if I get, if I get there faster and I, also, um, no hero can be double counted. Yes, you know, the only one so even if I play it was the best person in the match if I hadn't put my 40 hours in or my X dollar amount I, avail, yeah, uh, I would have to pick a shittier hero who legitimately stat wise would fall to their hero like yeah. if if they had Vader and I had whatever um, Han Solo or someone Vader would easily kill it every time um, and that that's what people people were, but people were just complaining I want access to Vader and Luke which is shitty because that's the thing I think is legitimately earnworthy. I think that's fine. I don't agree that you should be able to buy your way through it, but unfortunately, the way they design their system, every th- every grind, every moment of grind can be appeased by money. Yeah, uh, Lucy, come from the other side. Then you said you disagree with the. I think the, just the initial statement. To be fair, no, uh, I 
I agree with there's something wrong in competitive games, online games that you know, a multitude of people didn't play with pay to win strategies. I completely agree with both of you. If someone's willing to pay fifty, sixty, ten it could be two pounds, two dollars, whatever, to get ahead of someone else, I think, you know, that's it's out of order because it's like that is a pay to win strategy, someone potentially who has more money than you or willing to spend more money than more you. More money than sense. But it's not it's not always like because I don't I don't believe that because if if you're if you like a game if whatever Fair. the reason is if you want to give a developer more money or you're very interested in this game or you're very invested in the game then your two dollars doesn't mean it's it it doesn't count less than if you you don't want to give those two dollars basically but right. um, as I say it should be for com- cosmetic values for superfluous values like I don't know I got a hat for my character or something like this can show this off in the uh, the idle screen as I'm waiting for a new match and it's like yeah I, I, I do have a problem with competitive games where you know someone's paid for that advantage um, I think with multiplayer games now especially if you're not in the loop or if you're not invested in something you're always going to be at a disadvantage but that's usually mm. because someone's spent more time in that game. They yeah. Or games in general, better. yeah. Yeah, they've It's a skill thing, yeah, not a money thing. Exactly. But I'm just upset at the way people have reacted to this game because it's not as far as I know, it's not about the loot it's not about the loot boxes, it's not about pay to win strategies. It's just a simple way this game was designed, which is designed around getting better by paying for loot boxes. And I think that's more of an inherent problem than actually yeah. putting loot boxes in your game. This game was yeah. designed around that because they've taken loot boxes out of the game, but the progression system is still messed up. It's like mm, you, yeah. can, you, you can decrease the way, um, you can decrease the amount of credits that you need for a hero to buy Darth Vader or Luke or something like that, but if the progression system still means that you're still grinding and spending a lot of time on this game to Je- get said no, yeah. hero... I, I've paid 60 quid for this game, and what I want to do is fuck about and occasionally play as Darth Vader because that's what's in the trailer. And then I found out that in order to just have the first instance of that moment, I have to put 45 hours into this exactly. game. It, and that, that so the, the big problem, I mean, I think they've dropped it down to 20, but it's still, or, or, yeah. or maybe less. But it's still like, that means I'm not spending any of the things I earn per match on anything else. Like when they say it's 20 hours, I mean, if I don't buy any extra star cards, which might help me play, enjoy and play the matches that I have to do in order to get to this stupid goal that's a non-goal that you've made me do to be able to, if I play well enough in a match and I'm the first one there, get to be Darth Vader. Mm. Like, So this is, what, this is, I think, what you're alluding to is the fact that there's so many barriers to this, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like you should... I mean... In, I get that you I, can't I have seven Darth play, Vaders. I, I, don't, I don't play multiplayer games, but I know that... If I don't perform well enough in a certain multiplayer game, the ones I've played, I don't get a Titan, I don't get a kill streak, I don't get this or that. Yeah. I don't have to pay for that. 
And I think that's where mm. the problem is. Mm. And it's also the fact that this has been built around microtransactions. Yeah. That, that That's a disturbing thing, but also there's precedent for this. There's FIFA, there's NBA, yeah. there's everything. Oh. EA, mm. what I dislike is that people treat EA like they're the bad guys. They're only seeing what the market trend it's, is. Yeah, they're the only seeing what's, what's hot with gamers. They're only seeing what's... Oh, You'll What's pay, palatable? You'll, yeah, you'll pay ten pounds. It's probably not even ten, but a hundred pounds to try and get Ronaldo in a, a pack of cards in FIFA Ultimate Team. Yet yeah, you feel bad about paying. I don't know whatever it is just to see if you can roll to get Darth Vader. And it's the same kind of thing. It's the same. I don't. I don't believe it's gambling. It's not. It's not gambling. It's not. And I hate. Oh, when I, I say disagree with there. It, yeah, and I, I'm glad there's something that we disagree with because it's like this podcast. Well, like yeah, we tend to agree on most yeah, things. Yeah, it's like it's not, it's not gambling. Let people enjoy what they enjoy, and and something that I've taken quite a hard stance against is um, on IGN. Uh, what's his name? Samuel Claiborne. Love the guy, but he's always like, "This is a wrong thing. This is terrible. This is targeting against whales." people who have an addiction it's like no oh no it's not because us are we're not addicted to alcohol are we but we can enjoy beer some people enjoy gambling some people enjoy loot boxes because they're different from gambling exactly yes (laughs) but it's like you can enjoy everything in you know in, in moderation in moderation you can't always take the people who will abuse something oh, and, and use and I think, as an exception. I hate that. I can't yeah, stand I, it. I don't think that... The the whole point is they're not looking for whales. I think the point is that they've realized that the average customer mm. to get to Darth Vader faster or to be have to even just keep up with the edge yeah, other people edge. have will yeah, pay a little extra. Yeah. Well, and always, the whole point is yeah. that it's so little each time that they don't realize that you know, in within three months, they've bought the game four times over. Yeah, that's why these things work. And why? And, and in in our conversation, our two hours special or whatever it was, me and you, Adil, when Ben was unfortunately absent, I was a proponent against. It's like, you know, go for it. The, the these people are companies. These people are you know business makers. These people they have families to feed. They're publishers. They are people. Whatever you say, I'm sure the people mm. who make the decisions are people who are far richer than us and shareholders and everything like that but games gotta make money and games for yeah. me we've had we've had this discussion that games simply aren't expensive enough they should be more expensive people should pay more for them because um, they're more expensive to make and however you can make the money on that capitalism i don't care you gotta do it you gotta do it and so stars was i've actually the biggest franchises Milk them, milk them for everything they got. Everyone who's <laughs> stupid enough to buy a Darth Vader helmet, go do it, go do it. Oh, but I see, that's it. the thing. I, I would gladly pay money for a Darth Vader helmet. I just don't hmm. think you need to pay the money to. When someone pays money, so both people have it, done it's the a grind. Crap thi- it's a crap thing to put. put yeah. Put, put, so, yeah, know, I think we're on the same game, side. That put modifiers in your game that people pay yeah, for it need and to, get, get better at the game. But you yeah. know what? Don't buy the game. Don't buy yeah. the game. Don't I think, buy the game. I think Simple that's as. exactly. And many I people think, haven't, and they, that's why Uncle Disney 
It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It, you know, Bambi and... Having said that, know, what really... Paying for it. Buy, you know, stop it. Yeah, so, yeah. unfortunately, I pre-ordered the game. Why? On a win Why? In Why? This... Why? Why? Yeah, I, I, I fucked up. I fucked up. And then, <laughs> when the beta... I pre-ordered the game, I think I might have been drunk in the summer. Did you pre-order to get access to the beta? No, I pre-ordered it like a month and a half in advance, and then when the beta came out, I was like, I don't know if I want this because I heard about the loot boxes. You're the problem! Yeah, I get that. I've already said I'm the problem. Relax. Um, But then Sony wouldn't let me... The PS... Pre-ordering on PSN, they wouldn't let me return the game. They wouldn't let me cancel the pre-order. digital game! Why? I did hear this. I'm an idiot. It's the only time I've ever done this, and it was... Uh, so, the reason was, actually, I'm pretty sure it was I was drunk and was retail therapy, and we had already talked... Yeah, I get that. Um, Alcohol should be bad because of you. Um, <laughs> and we had talked about how this would be the game that replaced our Battlefield 1. Yes. And I yeah. think there was, a, like, a, a pre-order sale. And I was like, oh, well, we've already talked about we're going to buy this. I'll just buy it now and save some money. And then when it was like... Oh, we might not want to play this game. I tried to cancel it, and they're like, "Nope, you can't." Oh, and this was happening a lot, wasn't it, with Origin and? Uh, oh no! So, so this, no. this is recent. No, EA would let you return the game if you bought it through EA, or cancel a pre-order. Sony won't cancel pre-orders. No, they if you've already if they you've already got. Will, no, they say yeah. when you're about to pre-order because I did this for. Horizon Zero Dawn, the DLC. Because I knew yeah. I was going to buy it, and it was yeah. like 10% off. They're like, Don't play it again. You know, under, under yeah. the condition, Don't. you can yeah. cancel this or whatever. You know? Yeah, so. This so, is vinyl. You will die. I, I've never experienced canceled. that before. I, I, like, that a pre order was uncancelable. And they were like, no, we can't do this. But they claimed it was because the beta had started when I cancelled it? No, that's not the reason. It's in, Whenever you hey, pre-order... Yeah, yeah. It, it's like but that's what threw me off, because it was like, well, I haven't downloaded the beta, I haven't touched the beta, because mm. uh, I hadn't yet. Um, and they're like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, that's the weirdest fucking thing. That's weird. Um, so mm. I own the game on PlayStation, um, and that's just the, the cross I need to bear. Um, yeah. We I all mean, make I mistakes. Mean, I've always said... If you pre-order a game, if you like it, if you want to support the developer, then go ahead. It's just well, so, know what you're getting into and don't... Oh, yeah. I've seen so many people like, I want to cancel my pre-order. It's like, why did you pre-order it in the first place? Yeah. yeah for, for, for me, it was because um, I was, I'm was okay with... So Battlefield 1 has um, loot boxes, and there's a, there's a certain way you can use them to get an edge, Right. In Battlefield 1, you could pay more for the loot boxes, crunch them down, and then... Oh, no, they're all cosmetic. No, 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 no right. but Battlefield 1 has a shortcut. Oh, right, yeah, sorry, that's boxes. what it is. Yeah, you can yeah, spend yeah. money, you can spend money um, to unlock more of all of the guns of a class. Yes, yeah. Um, which, some of the guns are extremely better. And that is paying to win, but it was... It, it was okay to me it didn't get introduced until like well, six or nine months out nine months out it was like three six months yeah six months out the release, yeah. um, and I sort of had a conceptual difference but I also felt like not a lot changed in my stats um, from before that was an option till after mm. um, and that might I mean that's all kinds of reasons that might be a, a cognitive dissonance that I have that was like oh it didn't seem like a big deal um, and so, because Dice was doing Battlefront Two, and I really enjoy, I enjoyed Battlefront One to certain extents, and what they were adding was all the stuff I missed from OG Battlefront Two. And we talked about this would be a new game. 
That's why I picked it. And I you, bet on had, the dice force. No, you had no inkling at that point. Well, the loop buffs would change. Would be yeah, yeah. Would be tied so heavily. I mean, into but Lucy makes a good point, which is you just you can't put all your faith in what someone's done in the past, right? You, you have yeah, to... you can't. It's like every game. I do not pre-order something. It's like Uncharted Four. I love what Naughty Dog do. I love everything that they've done previously in the past. You just say yeah. Trust Naughty Dog. I would never pre-order Last of Us 2. Never. You don't know if that game's going to be broken. You don't know what that game's going to contain. You don't know what's going on. You cannot trust these big-ass you know, companies. And why would you? I mean, I, yeah. I love Naughty Dog more than probably any other studio, but it's like, why would I pre-order this game, even though they've got a track record? I don't care. I'd rather lose, say if pre-order, you know, they say pre-order bonus, you you say five pounds. I'd rather risk that five pounds and pre-order any game because mm, it's just no. like I'd rather not give a signal to a developer who thinks they can do whatever the f they want yeah. and then spend that five pound. I'd rather wait till the sale. Yeah, and spend it. That I way. think that's but fair. But people that's do fair. not that's have fair. that discipline. They don't have that. Out- well, they don't, they and don't, that's yeah. fair enough. That's fair enough. Mm. Have that. That's fine. Just know what you're getting into. That's all. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. I think that's a good place to finish on as well. It is. Uh, as Lucy says, know what you're getting into. And in all aspects of your life, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a good, a good, a good I mean, just a good motto to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I think, and and it was kind of a nice sign to see Big Brother Disney sort of poke EA, being like, you're fucking up. But Disney are just as bad, man. Oh, yeah, but it was Jesus nice to be like, Christ. there was enough press and the non-video gaming part like EA probably knew that they were still going to make millions on this yeah. it wouldn't matter but there was enough negative press I, that, yeah, that, that sure. the larger ar- I, arm was just like no you're fucking up something to do with my license well, it's, it's, you I, need I, to I just, change things I just things. don't like the way people went about it I don't like no it. I agree I don't like that. Yeah. I, can't I mean yeah it. I guess for, for Disney it's not better. just it's not just fucking up the license we're what two weeks away now. From oh, the, I mean, yeah, from, no, it's specifically about fucking up the night license yeah, yeah. right before the new right Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, very much. Very much. Um, so beers. Let's 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 come back round to the start of our podcast. Beers. Uh, we each had a pairing. I like my pairing. Did you Did you have a preference? Uh, this, the the all chocolate one was better than the oatmeal one. Mm. I think the as we talked about that. The oatmeal did change the texture, um, but um, I think I, I didn't have a specific problem with the texture per se. But I think the the the, the extra chocolatey malts made it made made the sweetness that was inherent in both of them just fit better. Okay. So it, it you're right. It t- tasted a little more bitter. Um, it was you know sort of more milk, less milk chocolatey, more dark chocolatey. But also the fruit flavor seemed to layer well in, and I think that's where the sweetness sort of sat was that there was a little more fruitiness so the sweetness didn't feel so distinct sure okay nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucy how the the two that you had they were the same yeah pretty much I, I didn't really taste any difference I think I preferred the uh, mosaic single hop IPA just mm. purely because of the hops that was in it I prefer mosaic hops mm. and I was laughing because I'm looking at just the eat and um, when you can select how many items you want of a singular item, they let you to go up to nine, 99 items. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so I so may want 99 sets of 
10 onion rings tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And they'd yes. let me order that. Oh, yeah. I love onion rings. Mosaic. Uh, single up like the egg for the win. You, Ben? Um, I, I think I prefer the zag, actually, the second bit. Mm, um, me too. It was, it was much more subtle. It was more balanced than the first. Uh, the, the clove really hit you on the zig in the first and bit. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, this also might be your favourite beer of all of the elements. Uh, I'm not sure whether it was my favourite beer of all the elements. I think oh, it's, it's maybe the best favorite. made of all oh, of the elements. Interesting. I think it's maybe the, the best example of this style of out of all of the elements. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I would I would suggest, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Mm, mm. But it's a it's a really interesting sort of. I really like the idea. Uh, thing to get into. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's a super cool thing, especially um, for those of us who are interested in trying to figure out more. So like, I think between the three of us, we've had hundreds of craft beers. Mm. Easily, thousands. Right? Yeah, I was going to say hundreds, if not thousands. Um, but because. The nature of things, like, they all have their different recipes, and so we know a little bit about malts, a little bit of hops, a little bit about yeast, uh, based on what we've had, but there's so many other things, and so mm. to have these controlled changes allows you to not only experience, but also develop your palate to be like, oh, at least in this, this occasion, I know that this is the degree of change a yeast yeah, can have, yeah. for example, yeah, yeah. right? And I think that's super cool, and, and the only way you can do that is to have something as weird and nonsensical as the Elements Project is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and I think it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really good. One of the, uh, I, I would say it's probably one of the better B52 boxes we've had recently. I think, yeah, it's, I, it's I, one I, of the I more like interesting, the themes. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, definitely. Good. So, let's finish there if you'd like to talk to us on the social medias about your favourite element 52 box your favourite element iron nickel something like that oh uh, come on no it's always boron because it's the fifth element boron <laughs> fucking hell uh, neon I like neon that's pretty cool uh, boron's the fifth though mm. it's not love they were wrong Lilu appreciates your uh, <laughs> and Corbin Dallas Corbin Dallas uh, Jesus Christ! What was Chris Tucker's character called? Anyway, who cares? If you oh, want to talk man. to us, you can go. I just remember saying Carbon. <laughs> I can't remember his actual name. If you can tell us his name, you can get us at tanked up underscore cast tanked up cast at gmail dot com. You can go to the Facebook page tanked up cast. You can go to outoflives dot net or the Out of Lives Facebook page. Leave us comments on any article irrelevant of who's written it, and tell us. The character that Chris Tucker played. Oh yeah, please do that on a random thing. <laughs> on a random, we'll thing. find it. Uh, Lucy, if people want to tell you who Chris Tucker played in the Fifth <laughs> Element, how do they do that? Um, they it's can go to at beerisistible underscore. <laughs> My element is O2 because I will suck all the oxygen out of your argument that boxes oh. are bad. I thought it was because it's your favorite cell phone provider. It is actually. <laughs> yeah, well, well done, me. Nice, Adol. How do people? Uh, I'm tell at you? the Omniarch on all of the things except Twitch, which I don't use anyway. So who cares? <laughs> exactly. uh, and yourself? Uh, I'm at Nova underscore forty seven once again. 
on PSN, even though I was still on there because I had the mobile phone. I was going to say, so I could still add you if you'd messaged me. You were still getting the random fucking sex bot chat. I was. I thought I got it on your phone. I'm surprised. I Um, usually watch porn off my PS4. Like, not usually. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched porn off my PS4. So, the prize is terrible. That's why. Yeah, the prize is pretty terrible. Um, as always, please rate and review us on your um, podcast service and or app of choice because that gives us greater reach and a bigger conversation. Broader the audience, broader the yeah. conversation. And, you know, it makes us feel good when there's a larger number in the subscription. Let's be honest. It's really just, hey, look, this number is bigger than last week. More people give a shit about our stupid talking. Please, tell tell your friends and or rate or review us because we like to see those numbers. Up. And also, we don't really want to broaden the conversation. We just want to know who the fuck Chris Tucker played in the fifth hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, so I'm actually going to commit to not looking this up on IMDb. Um, which I almost did while we were talking. And, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I want someone to tell me. And, then, and until someone tells me, I'm not going to know. And if next week comes by and no one tells me, probably going to just bring it up again. Nice, we will. We'll bring it up every week until someone tells us. Yeah. But for another week, we've been tanked up. Goodbye. Bye. K is for phosphorus. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> AU is gold. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think everyone's yeah, just yeah. woken up. So. I don't yeah. actually know if K is for phosphorus. I assume so. It's not. K is potassium. Oh, whatever. <laughs>